The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Good morning, everyone. It's 9.26 a.m. on Wednesday, March 2nd. I had you all ask specific questions about my fertility journey. I wanted to really answer what you guys wanted to know since it is such a broad category. So I'm just going to read the questions and then answer them as honestly and precisely as I possibly can. I have been waiting to record this episode just because I wanted to gather as much information as I possibly could and go through the first part of the process fully so that I could really share all of the details with you thoroughly and actually have some results to share. I wanted to get into just this feeling of pressure to share all of this first. Somebody asked me that and I really had to think about this for a second because it wasn't really an easy yes or no. Originally, when I first started really sharing deeply about what was going on in my life was when I was doing I Love My Baby Butt on our YouTube channel. And at that point, I felt an immense amount of pressure because it was very new to me and I didn't really know what the reaction was going to be. And I was doing things kind of... maybe more for the reaction. I was more scared of them. And now it's just a totally different situation. We've already shared so much and gone through so much together and realized that the more we share, the more we feel better about ourselves and not so alone. I don't want to share this in a way that feels like diary form where I'm just showing you every day what's going on and talking about it every single day and giving you updates. Like that's also not my real style of social media anyways, especially with something like this. It's more something I want to talk about. So whenever it comes to the podcast and sharing, I don't feel pressure. I just think about the outcome and how great it is to talk not only for everyone, but also just to release it for myself and become more clear about things. So no, I don't really feel pressure. The first question is, what was your diagnosis? Did your doctor give an idea of what could be happening with your miscarriages? So I didn't have a specific diagnosis per se, because I only had one autopsy out of the three miscarriages. And that autopsy came back as there being a chromosomal issue. And the doctor assumed that the other two were like that too. They miscarried both at around the same time in between eight to 10 weeks. And he really just thought it was a matter of chromosomes and the eggs not being of quality. So that is why the doctor after the third miscarriage told me it was really time to go see a specialist so that we didn't have to go through this anymore so that we could really find out what was going on and make a more direct plan so that we could get success easier and faster. Did I deal with fear of getting pregnant again after the loss? I still deal with fear of getting pregnant again after 
the multiple losses, but I do want to get pregnant and I'm not going to let that fear stop me. I keep telling myself that I am just not going to let these short-term sacrifices stop me from getting in the long-term what I want. And I've already gone this far. So yes, I will have fear, but in those moments, I will breathe through that fear and tell myself that I'm not there yet and that I'm currently in this moment, even right now, like not pregnant yet. Fear is a natural part of pregnancy, whether you've had miscarriage or not. And I think the issue is learning how to manage it and deal with it and staying in the present moment and realizing that this is something that we're so out of control of and to really trust our doctors and have a healthy dose of conversation and questioning on the internet about it. Because I feel like the, sometimes the more digging you do, the more fear you end up with. I'm feeling really good this morning. I'm really excited to finally be sharing this and letting this all out and having this event session. I have been doing a really, really good job of mixing and taking care of myself and going to workout classes. Finally being able to move my body after this whole IVF process is so freeing so, so, so beyond freeing. So trying to take advantage of that as much as I can. Body really sore though. I went to a sculpt hot yoga situation, which was insane. It's basically hot yoga with weights, just like dove right back in kind of crazy. Did two of those classes and then a hot yoga class to stretch out. Hamstrings are so tight today going back to hot yoga. There's just so much SHIT going on out there and so much crisis. And I don't really know exactly what to do about it. The thing that I feel like makes the most sense is to use my social media platform just to raise money and awareness about what is going on. But I also am trying to take care of myself in this moment because actually tomorrow is the 2013 the nine-year anniversary of my father's passing. So just trying to really, really focus on taking care of myself this week and not pushing too hard. I'm excited to record this episode, but I really feel like this is something that I would probably want to listen to going into IVF. And so I'm just really, really grateful at this point to have had this experience and be able to have the platform to share it so that you guys can all refer to this and by no means just want to say, will my experience look like your experience? And it is very hard sometimes to talk about things because I want to tell you what to do or what not to do or what not to be fearful of and what to be. But we each are coming into the situation with a different set of circumstances. So I'll just share mine and tell you how I've dealt with it and you do with it what you will. And now word from one of our amazing partners. We're supposed to go to the OBGYN once a year for annual checkups, but checking in with our fertility isn't usually a thing until we're ready for kids. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. 
traditional testing with your doctor can cost over a thousand dollars. Look at me. I know I'm doing it right now, but modern fertility gets you the same info at $159. Now a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash with wit, you can get $20 off your test. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash with wit. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash with wit. That's modernfertility.com slash with wit. Parallel is the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin. I have been taking them, talked about them in these episodes. They bundle all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her hormonal life cycle. They have a conception support product for anyone trying to conceive like me, specifically formulated to support fertility in addition to products for each trimester of pregnancy, postpartum slash into motherhood. And they recently launched a women's multi like I was talking about that's made for all women of reproductive age. Knowing that I'm taking parallel daily has honestly given me an added layer of relief during this fertility journey. They work with my doctor and knowing that I'm doing something good for my body each day is balancing out so much of the unknowns that are part of this challenging situation. This one packet supports your overall health, thyroid function, boosts immunity with vitamin C, D, and zinc, supports emotional health and offers stress support with L-theanine and promotes healthy hair, skin, and nails exclusively for With Wit listeners. Listen up. Parallel is offering 15% off your first three months of Parallel with code WIT15. Like I said, I'm currently taking the conception support pack. Head to parallel.co.com P-E-R-E-L-E-L dot C-O. And if you don't love it, you can cancel any time. And there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Let's get back into it. Taking three deep breaths just to get into the first section, which is the testing slash process section. How did you start this so fast? My testing took four months. So... I don't really know. I did not, I guess, need to do the level of testing just because of the miscarriages and what my previous OBGYN thought was going on. And just because when I went to Dr. Wong and my first ultrasound at his office, he saw a lot of follicles. So perhaps because he saw a lot of follicles when I went in for my first ultrasound, I was able to start the IVF process as soon as I was on the third day of my period. How did you find the right doctor? I found Dr. Wong because my older sister went and just recently froze her eggs with him and loved him. My other friend, Kara, went to him and had a really wonderful experience. I had also heard from him from certain work colleagues. I'm starting to work with this company called Parallel Health, which is an amazing prenatal vitamin company, as well as other vitamins, not just for prenatal and postnatal. They told me that they were working with Dr. Wong as 
their fertility expert and really, really highly recommended him. So I had a first video consultation with him. And at first, that first computer video consultation was like a little bit stark, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, It just felt like he was telling me the whole process and it was very textbook. And I feel like that's probably how the first thing goes. It's all very informational. But I was a little bit nervous after that first meeting, but I didn't want to read too much into it because I knew I'd be meeting him the next week. So then I had my first meeting with him at my ultrasound the next week because I got my period on that third day, like I said, pretty quickly. And he was so lovely in person. He was so sweet. He was so thorough. His staff, like each time, each ultrasound took me in a room, talked to me after, went through all the options, like really took the time to answer all my questions. So cannot recommend Dr. Wong, H-U-A-N-G, strong enough. How long does the whole process take? For me, the process took about a month and a half. You go in on the third day of your period. And then there's about three weeks of testing and fertility drugs. And then you have the egg retrieval. And after the egg retrieval, there's a week long of testing the embryos. And then there's like two weeks after that of genetic testing of the embryos to know which ones you want to implant. Some people may not do genetic testing, We obviously wanted to do that. Like I said, we wanted to just do the fastest, most successful rate situation. So for us so far, it'll be six weeks starting from the process to retrieve the eggs to the frozen embryos. And then after that, we just decide when to implant. And that will probably be in like a month or two. So from beginning to end, I will probably say the process, if we can get pregnant that quickly, will be about like two and a half, three months. May even take shorter, may just take two months. I don't know. It it kind of all depends on the genetic testing and, and what we can get back. What does the doctor look for during fertility testing? So for my testing, I only went in for one ultrasound and he was able to see all of the follicles and then didn't really need to do much else. He said there was enough to do the egg retrieval. And then after the egg retrieval comes all of the testing. And so when you get a certain amount of eggs, those go through the process of like how many are actually good. But going into it, I didn't really have to do much. Did you try IUI before IVF? Why or why not? I did not try IUI before IVF because for me, it was really about the quality of the eggs. And I wanted to really just like go straight to the source and find the quality eggs to work with. I don't know all the specifics of IUI, so I don't want to give too detailed of an answer for this. But the doctor and I talked about how I wanted to get this done and the success rates and also the expenses that we were willing to give. And that's also a huge thing to talk about, obviously. Like this is a really, really, really expensive thing that a lot of health insurance does not cover. I think it's something like 13 states in the U.S., only help cover this process. 
it was something that we had been saving for. And because like I said, it had the quickest and highest success rate. When did you decide it was time to start the IVF process? Honestly, I decided right at the first period I had after the last miscarriage. I just wanted to take control and really just make this happen. And I didn't think that all the waiting was doing me good. I felt like the more waiting I did and the more putting off, the more anxiety it was giving me. And this kind of thing like really does consume your whole brain, your whole energy, your whole being, not just your your physical being, obviously, but the mental aspect of it, the what ifs, what if this doesn't work out, the the fears, the whole situation is just so complicated that for me, I just wanted it to be the quickest and fastest, but that's why I definitely wanted to do it right when the doctor said the third day of my next period come in. The next section is hormones. Are the hormone treatments painful? The menopore stings a little bit when you put it in. And if you do bruise, it can be a little bit sore, like a little bit tender afterwards. But other than that, it's not too, too bad. It's something that sounds really, really overwhelming and intimidating at first. But then once you're able to do it, you feel empowered. I dreaded it a little bit, like a little, little tiny bit, because obviously who wants to poke themselves with needles two times a night for 10 nights? Like nobody wants to do that. And even three, once you're getting into the last few days, I would say on a scale of one to 10, the menopause is maybe like a six and the other ones are maybe like a four but I wouldn't be too scared going into it. And luckily, thank goodness I had Timmy to help me do it because it wasn't like I was afraid of the needle. I just wanted that partnership and it was really helpful to have someone like talking to me and helping me breathe through it. So thank God for the partners out there that walk us through it. And for those of us that don't have the partners, like sending so much strength and love and support to you guys, you're serious rock stars. Did I get any side effects from the hormone shots? A few, just like down feelings in general. One, not being able to work out and move your body like normal. Two, just feeling a little bit sore and bloated in that under area. Three, feeling a little bit just like lethargic and hormonal. Sometimes a kick in energy, which is nice, but mostly I would say a little bit just more on like the fragile lethargic side. So I would recommend going into the hormone shots and especially the week after the egg retrieval to really limit scheduling anything as much as possible because yes, you will feel a little bit of just general sleepiness and exhaustion and for sure after the egg retrieval, extreme bloat and discomfort and not being able to walk. I did the hormone injections for about nine days, I believe it was, and I don't have to keep doing them. No. When implantation happens, I think it's like a pill, but I've been the kind of person that's just tried to take each process as it comes and not tried to ask too many questions for the future because so many of the questions for the future are dependent on like what actually happens with the genetic testing of the embryos. If like there are even any, any embryos. So I don't know if there are any injections when it comes to implantation, but I think it's just a pill. 
Let's take a quick break to hear from a great sponsor. Are you still sleeping on cotton? Your sheets are dirty. Cotton is an incredibly wasteful, thirsty, and damaging crop that uses dangerous pesticides and drains the earth's water supply. Did you know that? It's time to move on to something cleaner, softer, and better for the environment, and it doesn't have to cost a fortune. Introducing Attitude Bamboo Sheets, because bamboo is better in bed. Made from the world's first clean bamboo fabric, Attitude Sheets are luxuriously silky and get softer with every wash. They're a cooler way to sleep, breathable, moisture-wicking, and hypoallergenic. Attitude sheets keep you comfortable all night long. Sonny loves them too. Clean for him, for my little guy with his sensitive skin. I love them. Timmy loves them with his sensitive skin. We've been sleeping so much better. They're like that perfect cool and crisp. And even if Sonny wakes us up at 4 a.m., we're still able to drift off easily in this amazing comfort. And clean bamboo is responsibly sourced and made in a closed loop system that recycles 98% of water in the process. Everything is climate neutral certified. And right now you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit attitude.com slash with wit spelled E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash with wit. This is Attitude's best offer, but do not wait. It's only for a limited time. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at attitude.com slash with wit. I cannot believe it is already almost spring break time. I'm so excited. We're going to Florida on Sunday. Everyone says this, but seriously, the year's flying, right? Sunny gets a great long break from school and I'm trying to figure out where we're going to go. Are we going to do sun? Are we going to do snow? Right now, my mind is distracted because we're actually going, like I was saying, to Florida on Sunday and I have been needing to go shopping for Sunny. So I went to Macy's.com because I'm working with them and they literally have everything. They have the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, even my favorite sunscreens. Sunny definitely needs needed all new everything because he's growing like a weed. I cannot believe it. It was so nice to get everything I needed for him all at one stop. I got him the cutest swimsuits from Polo, Ralph Lauren, and Billabong. They have so many suit options for me that I'm having trouble choosing, but I need a lot. But I'm not stressing because Macy's is offering same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, so I don't have to make any decisions right now. How amazing is that? You can also order online and pick it up in-store or curbside. Are you counting down the days until spring? spring break. If you have very important plans to just laze in the sun, then get your vacay necessities at Macy's. It will check all of the boxes you have on your packing list for you, your partner, your kids. Head on over to Macy's.com today. That's Macy's.com. Now back to my episode. When he went in for ultrasounds, what were they looking for? So when I was going for the ultrasounds, they were looking for the amount of follicles because when they go in for ultrasounds, they can't look for quality yet. That's only something that gets tested for once they do the egg retrieval and have the eggs in their hands. But they're just looking for me for how many follicles I have so that they can kind of like blow those up to be able to then get them out. Once the eggs are really big and blown up and closer down, they take a needle and they insert it through your vagina and they essentially like suck the eggs out. So they're just looking for amount of follicles. How many embryos would you ideally like to have before transfer? For me, I keep coming back to this number three for some reason. I have five, one that is already 
frozen. That is a last resort one. They don't recommend it goes to genetic testing. There's four other going to genetic testing. And I would love to have as many as possible. Obviously, I would love to be able to have all four of those be okay to give myself as many shots as possible for implantation. But the thought of having to go through like five implantations not working, which would obviously be worst case scenario, sounds devastating. In my head, the number, I really just feel like, okay, this will feel good. It kind of gives me a good idea. And like the amount of time I feel like I want to spend on it. And like, that's just three. And I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but I will be happy even if one comes back from genetic testing being okay, obviously. Like when you really think about it, one is all it really takes, but you don't just want to have one shot. It's just, I don't know. It's like so all over the place, right? I am doing, obviously, like I said, genetic testing on the embryos and someone asked, will I select a gender? I don't know. We don't know yet. I feel like I really want a girl. Like I feel like if there is a girl option to be had that that's what I will want. But it also feels a little bit weird to me to play with science like that. But I'm like, at this point, I've already played with science enough and have the choice. But then again, like maybe since they're all healthy, it's just like have it be a little bit of a crapshoot and just like put whichever one the doctor thinks is best. I don't know. I guess we'll see when they come back from genetic testing what the doctor says and thinks about there being maybe like a stronger one and we'll go from there. What vitamins are you taking? Right now I'm taking the Parallel Conception Support Pack and those are fertility vitamins and supplements. They have a core prenatal and omega DHA and EPA, CoQ10 and folate. They're gluten-free, soy-free, non-GMO, and a no-nausea formulation, but I still do recommend them to take them on a empty stomach. So the great thing about Parallel is they're starting to really craft packs for very specific stages. So there's a conception support pack, and then there's the first trimester prenatal pack, second trimester prenatal pack, third trimester prenatal pack, mom multi-support pack, They're really doing vitamins for all the stages and all the specific stages. So that's what I really love about them. How long after egg retrieval do you wait for implantation? So I think some people can pretty much start it right after they get their their period. But I think that's really a question to ask for the doctor. So I actually just started my period today and I had the egg retrieval a week and a half ago. So I think think I will probably implant in April. March is we're going out of town next week and the genetic testing not done. That still takes another two weeks. So I feel like April or May, depending on my cycles and what's going on. But that that is dependent on kind of when you're ready. Like some people obviously freeze embryos just for the future. Some people want to do it right away, right after egg retrieval. I think that that's really like a doctor situation. But for me, I'm probably going to try in April. Do you know what your limit is? Are you just going to see how it goes? So 
Timmy and I talked about this and, and for me right now, I feel like I don't want to do another round of IVF after this. Like it, it really is dependent on how many embryos come back and how many tries I have, you know? So if only one embryo, the one that's going straight to frozen, that's like the last resort one, I use that and it doesn't stick. Like I have to really decide if I want to do another round of IVF after that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's so expensive. Timmy and I kind of said after this round, we were just sort of going to be taking it off the plate for a little while. But I think that that was probably assuming that we were going to have some good embryos to work with. If I have the three, like I said, and I lose all the three, then I don't think I'll go straight for another round right away. I mean, these are all hypotheticals. So I really feel like I'm just going to see how it goes. And I'm glad that you asked that question because I go back and forth on like wanting to have a limit and wanting and, and realizing that I can't have a limit. And it's kind of like the same thing as having a birth plan. Like, you can't really have a birth plan because you just don't know what's going to happen. Like you don't know if you're going to dilate. You don't know if the baby's going to be breached. You just don't know. You can't control that situation. So it doesn't really help yourself to have this whole thought out scenario because then when it doesn't happen, I think that that's when kind of like the real grief and fear sets in. What is the financial process like? Do they require everything up front? Okay, so no, they do not require everything up front. For us right now, we've gotten up to the genetic testing portion and it's cost us about $24,000 at this point. It was about $18,000 for Dr. Wong and his services of all the testing and ultrasounds. And then it was about six grand for all the drugs. And then there will be a separate charge for the genetic testing. So I've been told to budget for about 30 grand for this process of IVF and implantation. So yes, it is extremely, extremely, extremely expensive. And it's made me think a lot about what we can do to help support those who can't afford this and like look into what that looks like. You know, for me, it's weird because I already have one. So I feel guilty, weird, a little bit about spending this money to like have another one. Like it feels like I already got this gift and I'm being greedy by wanting more. But then that feels irrational because I think having a second kid feels like a natural, okay thing to obviously want. And I feel really lucky to be able to afford this process. But I also like feel a huge responsibility to do something to help those who can't like it, it just it just feels something because it's so out of our control it just feels like something that we could use a little bit of help on. So curious from you guys what you have heard of and know about this and who's interested in it, who has something already going on, like DM me. Let's talk here to start and open up this conversation. Okay. That is going to wrap up this section of the fertility process thus far. I hope that this was informative for you. Feel free to rate, review, tell me what you're thinking. 
tell me what I could be doing better. I always want to hear from you guys and I'm constantly checking myself and making sure that I'm giving you what you want. So thank you for all your support. Thank you for your patience through the ads. They are who make these episodes actually happen. And I hope everyone has a beautiful week. See you next time on With Wit. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.